Hey, how's it going? It's your boy Chris for the Rupal. And if you're hearing this, you're probably going, hey, what, what what's going on here? What's going on here? <laughs> well, see, we went through a rebrand. The original podcast was called Speaking of Which. And I didn't want to get rid of a certain number of these episodes um, because I was like, they kind of relate to Drunken Book Club and I wanted to keep them alive. So I wanted to keep these adventure episodes alive with the rebranding. So... Here it is, here's the message letting you know what's kind of going on, why I didn't say welcome to Drunken Book Club, or talking about what we drank, yada 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 kind of thing. Um, but here it is, and our new socials for this series are dbc underscore pod, not, at, not the old one, that's our Twitter account, <laughs> and possibly Instagram come soon. And we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkenbookclub, where you can pay a dollar and tell us what book to read, and... To have a jovial time with us. All right. Thanks for joining me, and you guys enjoy the episode. Bye bye. Hello and welcome to Spooking of Witch 2020. I'm your way freaked out. Guys, host Christopher Shaggy the Rupal joined with Velma and <laughs> and ah oh, shoot, there's only Daphne left. <laughs> what am I? I'm old man Jenkins. <laughs> I make you Fred. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, 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 no. Noelia is Fred and Weiss is Daphne. That works. Yeah, oh, okay. God. I can see it. <laughs> there we go. I, I, yes. I, I can do okay. it. This is always the damsel in distress. Oh, yeah. Because he's constantly in stress. <laughs> Until I learned Kung Fu. Oh, yeah. He, he became Sarah Michelle Geller. Is it Sarah Michelle Geller? <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah, okay. So, and I'm today. So I'm pretty sure. I was about to say, if you can't tell by our Scooby Doo themed names, we're, we're actually doing a You Choose Scooby Doo. The House on Spooky Street with 12 possible endings. 12? Yes. Come on, what 12. is this? We, where, where's the R.L. Stein 30 endings? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's what I'd say. 12 endings is fair. I mean, this is pretty this is pretty thin compared to any other one. That's a thin book. Yeah. It doesn't have Did pictures. You, uh, it does actually, have pictures. Just, oh, nice. Uh, quick question. Is that oh. something that you got at a Scholastic... Uh, scholastic book fair uh actually it's not scholastic it's it is a stone arch books i found it on ebay along with a couple justice league choose your own adventures and a bunch of other choose your own adventure books it was not in the uh i did a what's it called me and sam did an unboxing video of choose your own adventure books it was not in that set though those are filled okay those are filled with some pretty weird books and then i found a really cool one i thought you Speak up, Sam. I thought you went to a local uh, a local school and kicked a child in the face, got the paper ordering form, and waited two weeks for your Scooby-Doo adventure to come in. God, no, he just pretended to be those. someone's dad. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm his dad. Or you could have been like me and steal, or you could have been like me and steal all the books. True. I, I only stole one book at the Scholastic Book Fair. It was in middle school, my eighth grade year. I stole a Simpsons mm-hmm. comic book, which I still have on my bookshelf. 
<laughs> as you should i think the I, only thing i would steal would be like the little knickknacks yeah that, that's what i would steal if i were oh, to steal those are the easiest to get honestly if i were to steal if i were to steal sam how <laughs> See, dare that, you i didn't but... <laughs> sam was a good child same thing with noelia <laughs> See, the thing is also i know i'd get caught because i knew the kids that mm. stole yeah but like knowing me i'd knock over the whole display set <laughs> and then like knock over like five other things before i even picked up one so that's where i was like i'm not gonna try here's five dollars fair (laughs) i was the good kid in school so that's why i got away with it a lot of times yeah see the trick was i I, I was a bad kid the trick if you wanted uh to steal books scholastic book fairs children who are not listening hopefully please don't listen you should not be listening to (laughs) speaking of which in general uh but but the, the trick is you tuck in your shirts like mm-hmm. how me and Juan, we went to a middle school where we had uniforms that had to tuck it in. Yep. And you wear a sweater over it, so you just drop the book inside your shirt. No one can tell you have an outline. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, how wow. I got away with the big book of Bart or whatever one I got. I I, I remember those book papers that Juan was talking about, though. The oh, little, yeah, I remember those. Like booklets, it's like you pick one. Mm-hmm. I, I still have all the Common and Hobbes books I bought. It was like $80 for my birthday. For my birthday. He, he bought in quotation oh, no. marks he definitely bought those the paper ones. one yeah nah, he scammed he scammed it he scammed it <laughs> like 100%. he put it down and then he just never handed over the he's like oh man i forgot it i'll give it to you next week and then he just kept putting it <laughs> off until they forgot i i can't oh, remember yeah. what books i got from those like i remember getting well oh the garfield pet force i have that book i remember ordering that because i was a yeah. fat kid pet who force. loved garfield i can't remember garfield's great I can't remember what I got. I remember I wanted to get like the spy kits and like all the kits they had. Yeah, the kits. But my parents were like, no, that's a waste of money. I think the one thing I got that I bought that I can admit was a waste of money was the, um, what were those little spy tools? Yeah, yeah. What what Sam was saying, like the spy kit things. Oh, I thought she said spy kids. That's what I thought too. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, it was like one of those where it had like a spy camera or whatever the fuck. Yes! I was like, yeah, I want it. My mom's like, I'm not that. wasting money on that. My mom's Aww. like, no. then we somehow got him. <laughs> we... It's like one of those things. Where it's like the commercial shows, like you can spy on your sister, and the, like the, the commercials, like the sister and a boyfriend. It's like Johnny, what are you doing? Just like. Yeah, no, no, the silly. one that you're thinking of, Weiss, is the one where they have the recorder, and then yeah, it goes. That's what it is. Uh, what's it called? Wasn't Kids that a diary? Home early. It even has speed control. Hi, kids. We're home early. Hi, kids. We're home early. I'll have to put the clip in right here because I absolutely love that clip. I have a question. Uh, Future Chris, are you going to put in the simple plan? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely putting either. Okay, here's the real question. Should I put it before? Okay, wait, before. Should I put it as the theme song or as the ending song? Why not both? Because <laughs> I don't want that much simple plan. <laughs> oh, half in the beginning, half at the end. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, you really want to hear this? It stops at the na 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 part, and then it's like, yeah. oh, what the hell? I love that part. And, and then at the end, you get it. <laughs> yeah, at the end, you get the na 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 intermission <laughs> an intermi- Ooh. there you go i don't know if it was if i had to choose if my vote was there i would say beginning all right i'd say wait why not put, as, a, as like a flavor like we said we are doing a scooby-doo book 
let's drop the song right now because we're starting the episode kind of right now and get jump right into the oh, book. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, future Chris, take it away. All right, so I have Sam here with me, so she can do the girl voices, so I don't have to strain myself to do Velma and Daphne, but I'm going to do my <laughs> best to do everyone else. Nice. I believe in you. If we were in person and this. everyone was there, then we could, like, hand it to each other. Right? right? Oh, God, it would be perfect. That would be great. Chrissy, but... just hold it up to the fucking camera. It's like, can you read this? It's like we're reading right. backwards. Here you go. Ah, it's not backwards. <laughs> I, what's for it called? Sam, I, Daphne, I don't have my nerd. For go Daphne, ahead. you have to do, like, the really bad guy pretending to be a girl falsetto voice <laughs> okay i'll try <laughs> oh no i, I immediately regret everything all righty so here's well fred you got a nice fat what, <laughs> what? ascot ascot <laughs> so the gang is stranded in front of a creepy house in new orleans only you can help scooby-doo and the mystery ink uh sorry mr ink gang discover who's behind the haunting Follow the directions at the bottom of each page. The choices you make will change the outcome of the story. You in capital letters. It's very it. stern. Uh, <laughs> after you've finished one path, go back and read the others for more Scooby-Doo adventures. <laughs> God damn. Uh, you choose the path to no, solve I... the mystery of the house on Spooky Street. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wrong one. <laughs> no, it's a... I've been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo because I've got Boomerang and we were planning on doing a Scooby-Doo Ruples Rupees, but then I'm like, there is so much. My brain is exploding right now. And we saw a lot of the shit. We saw some really good ones, but we also saw a lot of shit. I mean, I'd I'd already watch Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo would be great. I'm pretty sure Verve has a lot of Boomerang stuff that... But anyways, 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 we're here for the the mystery gang. Right? I mean, bro! (laughs) Are we there yet? Shaggy asked for the tenth time from the back of the mystery sh- mystery machine. Not yet. Valma laughs as she answers for the tenth time. The Mystery Incorporated gang drives along the historic streets of New Orleans. They are on a mission to find their favorite celebrity chef's favorite f- famous food joints. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that made me laugh. After a day of sightseeing, Shaggy and Scooby are looking forward to gumbo, grits, and everything barbecue. Fred drives the mystery machine down a street lined with old mansions and huge trees. Long ribbons of Spanish moss hang from the branches like gray rags. That's the second time today I've read something that has Spanish moss in it because I was reading uh, Blade earlier. Ah. Um, I think I took a wrong turn, Fred says as he looks around at the neighborhood. There isn't a restaurant in sight. That's weird. I followed the directions the restaurant gave me on the phone. Shaggy moans. Now we'll never get to eat at Chef Emeril's Raging Cajun Barbecue Palace. No relation to Chef Emeril. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's definitely supposed to be Emeril. Bam! 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 <laughs> no relation. Scooby whimpers sadly at missing out on the feast he and Shaggy had imagined. Don't worry, guys. I'll just turn around and... Fred starts to say. Suddenly, the mystery machine begins to sputter and slow. The van comes to a stop on the side of the residential street. Fred turns the key, but nothing happens. The vehicle is dead. Don't tell me we ran out of gas. Daphne says. Okay, 
I won't, because we didn't, Fred replies and points to the gas gauge on the van's dashboard. But if the car isn't on, is the dashboard still... Yeah, it would automatically go down. Yeah, The car is haunted! This this (laughs) book has flaws. This is the first sign. It's made for children. They don't understand cars. True. The arrow points to a half-full tank. Maybe there's something wrong with the with the engine. Thalma suggests. I'll go check on the hood. Oh, sorry. I'll go check under the hood. Check on the hood. Yeah, I'll go, go, go check on the hood. I'll go check in the hood. <laughs> Fred just... <he's> there, <laughs> Fred says and climbs out of the van. Like, I don't want to be stuck here. It's creepy looking. Shaggy shivers as he gazes at the shadowy mansions. These homes are classic examples of antebellum architecture. Velma explains. I read all about them before we came to New Orleans. Suddenly, they hear a loud bang, and the van bounces like zoinks. Shaggy squawks as his hair stands on end. He and Scooby hug each other in terror, kissing softly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I added oh, that. Raggy. Oh, Raggy, I like the like your beard field. <laughs> You're so kind. Oh oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) Guys, it's not fuel the fan fiction. It's too late. Relax, guys. It's too late. Daphne assures her friends, uh, her fearful friends. Her fearful, horny friends. (laughs) I can't find anything wrong with the engine, but the misery machine is dead, Fred declares. I guess we'll have to call for a tow truck. Fred pulls out his cell phone, but is as dead as the mystery machine. Geez, why'd you gotta play Snake all day, Fred? No, what he was doing is he was making music off of it by doing one, two, three. Yeah, just... And then he almost styled China, and then he panicked. <laughs> Daphne and Velma try their phones, but their devices don't work either. All our phones are dead. Shaggy just doesn't have one. I have a question. Yes. Is this is this set in modern times? I'm assuming so. so. It was written uh, in 2015, so I'm assuming Yes. Oh, okay. Dang. No Siri. I was gonna say, why right. didn't they just like GPS the map? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe that's why their yeah. phones are dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> phones so are dead. That's just weird. Daphne declares. Do you have to use the word "dead" in this spooky place? Shaggy asks. We're going to have to find a landline. Fred decides. He starts walking toward the nearest mansion. Ah, oh, shit! No one has a landline. We're screwed. They are murdered. The end. Wait for us, <laughs> says the rest of the gang. They pile out of the van. Fred leads the way up to the house. The trees loom over the walkway, and drapes of moss hang like tattered curtains. The air is as still and unmoving as a dead man's chest. That's... okay. Uh, Fred knocks on the antique wooden door. A tall, thin man opens it and stands as silent as a statue. His frown looks oh, like no. it's curved, carved in stone. Oh, shit, it's the Adams family. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I was about to say, it's fucking Lurch. Uh-huh. It's Lurch. No, no, it's not. No, he wouldn't be that, he's not that thin. He's kind of broad. Like, he's fit, but he's yeah. like. He is. Yeah, so he's not, I guess he's it wouldn't be. But he's also, really, he's also thin, too. But he's also he's like, like a thin broad. But he's like the side of a door. Like, he's not thick like this, but he's not like. He's, <laughs> We're talking about the thickness yeah, of Lurch deep. on this episode of Speaking of Witch. <laughs> Scooby-Doo edition. Uh, our van broke down. <laughs> Sorry, can't get over thick, thick lurch. TV theory is lurch <laughs> thick. <laughs> uh, our van broke down and our cell phones are dead. May we use your landline? Fred gulps, intimidated by the imposing figure. The man gestures for the kids to enter. As soon as the gang steps over the threshold, the door steps uh, shuts behind them with a haunting, 
Boom. They enter a foyer filled with oil paintings. The stern faces of the mansion's past owners stare down at the kids. Shaggy and Scooby shiver under their fierce gaze. That's weird. He just disappeared, Fred says, as he looks around for the man who let them into the house. I guess we have to find a phone by ourselves. Daphne concludes. Let's split up. As the gang heads off in different directions, no one notices that a pair of eyes watches them from one of the portraits. So here's the first choice, okay, guys? To follow Shaggy and Scooby, turn to page 12. Split up. To follow Fred and Velma, turn to page 14. And to follow Daphne, turn to page 16. This is a hard decision right here. I just want to see... I want to mm-hmm. see Shaggy and Scooby personally. Yeah, Shaggy and Scooby are great, but also Daphne's going alone. Like, what? She's gonna get. Kidnapped. She's gonna get kidnapped. Yeah, she's gonna get kidnapped. <laughs> we all know that. So shocked it wasn't and Fred the- and Daphne. What if the right? choice was? What if the choice was uh, Velma by herself, Fred, Daphne, Shaggy, Scooby? Would it still be the same for you guys? No, I'd choose Velma instantly because yeah, Velma's see? gonna find some shit. Exactly. <laughs> True. If we like, my yeah. thing is, is like. There's good, there's just going to be like awkward sexual tension between Fred and Velma. Mm-hmm. So let's move to the awkward sexual tension between <laughs> Shaggy and Scooby. Sexual <laughs> <laughs> Scoop, stop poking me there. What have you done? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, All right, we're going with Shaggy and Scooby on page 12. Oh, goodness. Do the ringer in the rut. See, I'm just happy because I don't have to do my bad Fred impression. Good job. I was about to say, now Sam doesn't have to do anything, and now I don't have to do my terrible Fred because I can't do Fred because it's literally just Frank Welker's voice. Alrighty. True. Scoops. (laughs) Damn it. Scoops. (laughs) Scoops and I will look for a phone in the kitchen. Shaggy announces as as the gang splits up. The two pals trot off down one of the hallways leading from the foyer. I hope we find a snack. I'm hungry, Shaggy says. Riru, Gooby agrees with a sigh. We're going to miss out on Chef Amarillo's shrimp gumbo and his shrimp stew, shrimp soup, shrimp kebabs, fried shrimp, shrimp and grits. What is this, Forrest Gump? Anyway, like I was saying, shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, boil it, brawl it, bake it, saute it. There's um, shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo. Pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad, shrimp and potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's that's about it. Yeah, I was about to say it's literally quoting. Yeah, thank you. Shaggy recite. <laughs> shrimp sandwich. Hmm. That's about all you can make with shrimp. (laughs) The pair continues to dream about the celebrity chef's delicious dishes until they finally find the mansion's kitchen. Suddenly, their conversation stops dead. Their jaws drop open and their eyes expand as wide as pie plates. Do you see what I see, Scoob? Shaggy gulps in disbelief. (laughs) Gooby replies. Shaggy and Scooby stand in the doorway to the mansion's modern kitchen. Shiny pots and pans gleam with stars in the sky. The side-by-side double refrigerator are as large as the mystery machine. This isn't a kitchen, it's heaven, Shaggy proclaims. The pals forget (laughs) all about finding a phone. They head straight for the fridge. The doors open to reveal 
enough food to feed a southern army. I don't know why I like that. Uh, that feels weird to a say. A southern army. <laughs> southern army. Why southern? Yeah. <laughs> They're in Louisiana, I'm guessing. Is yeah, the... they are. It's it's that, in the intro. But still, it's one of those gotcha. like. It's fitting. Are they gonna find some hoods mm-hmm. that they why? shouldn't have found and? <laughs> Some burnt sauces. <laughs> like, Scoob! This is worse than Ghost! It's racist! <laughs> like, maybe I'm not going to miss going to Shaq Emeril's place after all, Shaggy says, and reaches for a barbecued turkey leg in the fridge. Just gonna say that. In the fridge. Just, you have to, not just that, but in a stranger's fridge. Mm-hmm. And it's cold? In a creepy mansion. Like, I'm honestly, it'd be less why? creepy if it wasn't cold, because that means the fridge wasn't working. Yeah, that is true. Y'all just hold up there, boys. A strict voice commands. What y'all doing in my Southern kitchen? Army. <laughs> Shaggy. Our first. <laughs> it's our first real mystery, Southern Army. Shaggy used to be freezing mid-grab. When they, when they turn to face the owner of the voice, they gasp in surprise. A figure dressed all in white stands before them. It's a roast! <laughs> Scooby yelps. <laughs> so, Sorry. here's your decisions, guys. If Shaggy and Scooby Ritz run away, roast. turn to page 18. If they stand frozen in fear, turn to page 25. They run. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a Scooby-Doo uh. thing. They, they, they do the the cue the multiple legs like moving thing. And, and, just, and the bongos. Yeah, yeah. the bongos. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, the bongos. All right, yeah, so I'm going bongo. Right. So we're running away <laughs> to page eighteen. I mean, that's what they do. All right, fair enough. Cue bongo. Noise what right is worth? We've had a lot more choices than we normally would in any other book. <laughs> yeah, in it goosebumps. Keeps, yeah. In goosebumps, we'd still be in chapter one. Yep. I was about to say because after this, after these two pages, it's another decision. So I, this is just rolling, rolling, rolling like Limp Biscuit right now. Ooh wow. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> Scoobs, that's not a ghost, that's a chef, Shaggy assures the horrified hound. They always dress in white. But Shaggy has a change of opinion when the figure rises into the air and screeches. Of course, I could be wrong about that. No, it's still a chef. Shaggy Chefs are admits. also known to have meth addictions. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Every limb spins on the terrified twosome. Their arms and legs churn like boat propellers. That is the best way of dis- explaining how they run. <laughs> Like, that was beautiful poetry right there. Like, why isn't the scenery changing? Shaggy wonders. It's because you're in ahead of our Barra cartoon. The budget is $5. Uh, he and Scooby ru- seem to be going nowhere despite their speed. Ritz got us! Oh, that was a terrible Scooby. Scooby gulps. The ghost has both of them by their collars. We're roomed! Zoinks! Put it into overdrive, Scoob! Shaggy shouts. The pals rev up the revolutions on their fast and furious feet. They zoom around the kitchen, dragging the startled specter with them. Bonk, bing, bang! They run into pots and pans hanging from the ceiling rack. At last, the scary spook, ooh, I don't like that one, loses its grip on Shaggy and Scooby. It lands on the kitchen floor with a stockpot over its head. The impact makes the cooking vessel ring like Big Ben. Shuggy, Shuggy, Shuggy! Shaggy and Scooby no- never notice. They are so terrified that they keep running. It's their it's, it's their doppelgangers. It's their ship name. Oh god. <laughs> or both. Right? They stop only when they face a wall of food. Screech! Their heels get to a halt. Am I dreaming, Scoobs? 
Shaggy whispers in awe at what he sees. If Rue are right, am Rue, Scooby slobbers. The pals swivel their heads to gaze at them at shelves crammed with jams of homemade jams and jellies. Stocks of baked pies stretch to the ceiling. A rack filled with the cooling pastries takes up another wall of the room. Like, we're in pie paradise, Shaggy sighs. Not for wrong, Scooby yelps. He points his paw at something behind his pal. The chef swoops straight at them. All right, so here's your choices, guys. If Shaggy and Scooby escape the ghost, turn to page 32. If Shaggy and Scooby get caught, turn to page 48. Oh, that's... What kid is going to pick capture, but I kind of want to. (laughs) Right, I'm almost curious about that myself. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I feel like they get captured. I want to see them get caught. All right, I'm just going to put a... I'm just making a note for myself. (laughs) If it's like game over instantly. Okay, so we're getting captured. Turned into gumbo. (laughs) Shrimp gumbo. We haven't gotten a picture yet, I realize. Sorry, because this does have pictures in it. All right, so the spirit looms in the pantry door with a menacing scowl on its pale face. It shakes a ghostly rolling pin at Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. Soink, <laughs> we're cornered! Shaggy yells, the room has no windows. There's no escape. We're roomed! Scooby whimpers. The ghost cackles an eerie chuckle and slides across a small room toward the two pals. Suddenly, Shaggy holds up his hand in a gesture for the spook to stop. The horrifying phantom halts. Like, don't we get a last meal? Shaggy asks. The ghost scratches its head and shrugs. Shaggy takes that as a yes and grabs a pile of pies. He chops down on one and grins with his mouth full of blueberries. Delicious. Oh my gosh. This is the best pie I've ever had. Shaggy exclaims. Oh, really? The ghost asks, smiling. I made it myself. (laughs) I decided to make it (laughs) You bet. Here, you should have some. Shaggy says and pushes a whole pie in the ghoul's face. That is how you get captured. I'm just saying. That's great right See, there. See, all I can think of is it's not like a slow, it's like a slow just... <laughs> just as slowly as possible. The specter staggers away from the two pals. It bumps into a stack of flower sacks and falls. The bags break open and cover the ghost with white flour from its horrible head to its terrible toes. Like, run! Shaggy shouts to Scooby. I have. I always add, add a like for some reason. It's just how I feel with with Shaggy. You have to include a couple likes in there. Yeah. The frightened like. friends run over to over the spook and out of the pantry. They look around the kitchen for a place to hide. Scooby jumps into a huge empty soup pot. There's no room for Shaggy, so he disguises himself as a string mop. <laughs> he plops a bowl of cooked spaghetti on his head, and stands as stiff as a rod. Shaggy peers out from the spaghetti noodles and watches the ghost burst out of the pantry. The ghoul looks around for Scooby and Shaggy, but it doesn't see them anywhere. Shaggy almost heaves a sigh of relief, but then he realizes that the ghost isn't leaving the kitchen. Instead, the spook starts cooking. Turn the page. Oh, look, we got a picture. This is what they look like. This is is the picture. Who wants to describe it for our audience? Maybe you guys, it's kind of hard to see. So Scooby and Shaggy are running away from the ghost. Shaggy has spaghetti in his hair. With with marinara sauce. With marinara. It's, it's got marinara sauce. So he puts like actual spaghetti and marinara on his head, not just spaghetti. Yeah, Scooby has a he colander committed on, his, to the bit. on his head. There's, I'm guessing that's flour or dough. I don't know. Uh, it's supposed to be this mysterious Co- white stuff on the, on the ghoul's face. Well, it's also covering Sco- Scooby and Shaggy. And then there's like a pie. Oh, it's the, it's the pie feeling. That's what it is. Oh, okay. It's the pie feeling. 
And uh, all right, so Shaggy tries not to gulp too loudly as he sees the specter chop vegetables and dump them in the pot where Scooby is hiding. Next, it tosses in some herbs, Cajun spices, and pieces of chicken and sausage. Shaggy realizes that Scooby is about to become the secret ingredient for special southern gumbo. Like, no! Scooby-Doo, I'll save you! Shaggy shouts and abandons his disguise. <laughs> the ghost is startled by Shaggy's sudden appearance. So is Scooby. He pokes his head up out of the pot, snacking on some okra and shrimp. Mmm, rasty, Scooby declares. Run, Scoop, or you're gonna be what's for dinner, Shaggy warns his pal. As soon as Scooby-Doo realizes where he is, he leaps straight up and out of the pot. He collides with a pot rack above his head. Clang, bang! Suddenly, Scooby is wearing the cookware. Turn to page 58. Oh, jeez. Like, All right, this 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 picture is pretty great. It's literally Scooby in a pot of gumbo, being like, "What up, guys? I'm gumbo. I'm delicious." <laughs> Scooby Doo leaps up out of the cook pot and comes down, holding a fry pan in one paw to face the fearsome phantom of the kitchen. Scooby's tangle with the pot rack leaves him covered in accidental skillet armor. Suddenly inspired, Scooby strikes a martial arts pose. Like you're a samurai, Scooby-Doo. God, they're high. Shaggy says. They're high high as fuck. They're just high. He steps on a baking (laughs) sheet and some pie plates. It's time for a little Kung Pao action. The ghost chef gasps at the sight of Shaggy and Scooby garbed in shiny stainless steel because he just washed that shit and it's a pain in the ass to wash that stuff. I'm just going to say it. They look like knights in gleaming armor. Then the ghoul's face turns into a gruesome grimace. Now it's time for Shaggy and Scooby to strike a new pose. Frozen in fear. Zoinks! We're doomed! Cries Shaggy. Suddenly, Scooby dives back into the gumbo stew pot. He swims a few laps under around the edge and then sits inside the vessel as if it's a hot tub. Scooby's just giving up. He's committing suicide. Uh, uh... <laughs> oh god, is that one line? Dude, how, okay. How, how do you go from like samurai to, to kung fu to Kung Pao to Knights. Just, <laughs> to, to, I mean, to it's Scooby Doo. Uh, and they're high as shit. It, it went from, I don't know, it went from, it went from Japanese to, to Chinese to freaking English. <laughs> to hairy knees to look at these. To look yeah. at these. <laughs> yeah, all right, come on. Rummy, Scooby says and gulps down a ladle full of gumbo. Like, no, you've ruined my recipe. The ghost protests. It tastes good to me. Shaggy <laughs> says as he slurps a bowl full of Scooby flavored soup. Oh, that dog is filthy, and you know it. Ugh. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. They live in a van. That dog is filthy. <laughs> what do you know, Yankees? What do you Yankees know of Cajun cuisine? The spices, the sausage, the... Uh-oh. The ghost stumbles to a halt. You'll figure out who I am. You're no ghost, Shaggy proclaims. You're a real-life chef. And a good one, too, Scooby agrees. Really? The specter sighs. He takes off his spooky master reveal a human face. You're the first ones to say that. The rest of my family doesn't think I have any talents. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the rest of Mystery Inc. bursts into the kitchen. We heard all the noise and came to investigate, Fred says. What's going on? Scooby and Shaggy take the fake ghost disguise from the chef and secretly plop it into the pot of simmering gumbo as fast as they can. Like, we were just sampling a specialty of Chef... What did you say your name was? Shaggy as he turns toward the fake fandom. Who are you talking to? Velma asks. There's no one in the kitchen except you and Scooby. Rutro! Scooby gulps. Rit was real! 
And it was the most delicious adventure ever, Shaggy says as he slurps down the whole pot of soup. <laughs> Scooby-Dooby stew! Scooby howls. The end. That was not a mystery. Oh. <laughs> that was just a. That was just a uh, a sesh gone wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I call oh. shenanigans on that one. It's just it's just funny that the ghost got some storyline. Oh, my family never liked my cookies. <laughs> they never liked my cookie. How could they do this to me? I ruined. <laughs> so it it says you can turn to page eleven for a different uh, path. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I, I, I'd be okay with trying another path because it was so Yeah, short. I'm down to try another path. That's yeah, fine. I, I kind of right. want to try Daphne's next. All right, Daphne. Yeah, I agree with that. So page 16. Sam, you get to star. <laughs> yeah. All right, so to follow Daphne's, turn to page 16. So if anyone's listening, uh, reverse, flip it, rip. Oh, God, what's that, Larry? I forgot it already. Put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Thank you. And go back to the yeah. beginning, then skip yeah. back forward to this. <laughs> or don't. It's fine. Just yeah. don't. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> the members of Mystery Inc. head off in different directions to look for a phone. Shaggy and Scooby gallop away in, in search of the kitchen. Fred and Valma pair up and leave Daphne standing by herself. Guess I'm on my own. Daphne shrugs. Daphne begins to walk down a long hallway. The walls are packed with family portraits. Some of the paintings look very old. Other portraits are newer. All of the frames have nameplates to identify the person in the picture. Violet Lafleur, Daisy Lafleur, Rose Lafleur. Daphne reads aloud as she strolls. Wow, the Lafleur family sure like flower names. One portrait in particular attracts Daphne's attention. It's a painting of a very handsome man in a Civil War uniform. Daphne looks at the nameplate. Michael Labar. Well, I do declare you're a handsome devil. <laughs> Daphne giggles and fans herself with her hand <laughs> like a southern belle. Uh, so she's she's just Blanche. Got it. <laughs> God, I wish I was dead. <laughs> oh my God. My mom. I, I was about to say, what's it called? Me and my mom were watching story. Golden Girls this week. And then what's it called? And like, she's like, oh, you love Sophia, don't you, Chris? And I'm like, how'd you know? Because you're that salty old bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so as Daphne turns away from the portrait and continues down the hall, she doesn't notice the glints in the eyes of the painting, uh, of the painted image. Hello? Is anybody in here? Daphne asks as she knocks on one of the doors, lining the hallway. She opens the door and peeks inside. There is no phone, but the room is is the perfect picture of Civil War decor. Oh, no! Daphne goes farther down the hall (laughs) and opens another door and sees uh, a room filled to the brim with anti-taking down statues. Uh, Legislature, no. Uh, The room on the other side is... No, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. The South shall rise again. The South shall rise again! The room on the other side is decorated with Art Deco furniture from the 1920s, but still, there is no sign of a telephone. Maybe the next room will be more modern and have a landline I can use to call a tow truck. Daphne hopes as she reaches out to turn the doorknob on the third door. (laughs) Suddenly, Daphne hears a strange sound. She isn't sure if it's coming from down the hall or inside the room. (laughs) Would you like to share that with the class? So we could kind of hear it, by the way. Oh, yeah. Back when you said, oh, it's the picture of modernity or whatever. I was like, yeah, wow. 
such a modern home with a landline. <laughs> but I couldn't find the right place to interject. It's all good. It's all good. She isn't sure what the sound is at all. So if Daphne goes goes down the hall to investigate, turn to page 23. If she goes inside the room, turn to page 29. I mean, isn't Daphne like always just trying to get into trouble regardless? So she would go check it out. I agree. Yeah. So you guys are going to investigate the hall or go inside the room? In yeah. the hall. In the hall. All right. <laughs> Thank you. So page 23. We'll break down the establishment. All I can think of is this. In the hall. <laughs> I'm sorry. This picture just made me laugh of just Fred looking at Velma through peepholes. It just seems perverted. <laughs> no. Oh. Mm, oh, no, never, it's, I feel like it'd be fine. Ooh. I know I should just keep looking for a phone and ignore that strange sound, but I want to know what it is. <laughs> Daphne says, unable to contain her curiosity. <laughs> when you fail your wisdom check. She turns away from the door and starts to walk <laughs> down the hall. The farther down the hallway she walks, the louder the sound becomes. At last, Daphne recognizes it as the chime of a crystal drinking glasses clinking together. Then she hears people laughing. Someone's having wait, a party. Wait, wait, wait. Yep, Daphne realizes, excited, excited, she hurries forward. Oh, God. Daphne comes to a pair of tall double doors. The doors are closed, but Daphne can he- clearly hear the sounds of people having a good time. She About decides a wide shut party. <laughs> a Venetian mask party. It's Fred and Velma. Oh, no. Oh, Daphne opens one of the doors, just a crack, and puts her eye to the small opening. What she, see- what she sees makes her gasp. Turn the page. Fred and Velma fucking. Nope, doesn't say that. Yeah. Damn it, no picture either. That's a very that's a very goosebumps thing. Just like da, 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 what da, she da, sees. Da. Yeah. Right. It makes you it's wait a for the page. It goes forks. It's Daphne, a dog. <laughs> Daphne gazes in awe at a beautiful ballroom. Ladies and gentlemen dressed in antique attire dance around the room to a waltz. Oh shit, it's the shining! Dazzled. Daphne oh. opens the door and goes into the room. She stands and watches the dancers, admiring the dresses and jewelry. The three-count rhythm of the waltz is almost hypnotic. A man dressed as a Confederate army officer walks up to her. No, Daphne, no! But Daphne doesn't notice him until he is right in front of her. Welcome to... Oh no, it's too late. Uh, Welcome. My name is Michael Nabar, and I don't have the same voice as the previous guy. What previous guy? (laughs) The man says with a bow. He takes Daphne's hand and kisses it. Please join us as the South shall rise again. The moment Michael touches her hand, <laughs> Daphne is transformed. Suddenly, she wears a silk, and, uh, a silk gown and diamonds. Oh, wait, it's not Michael. It's Mi- Mikkel? Michelle? I don't know. I, I don't I'm going to call him Michael. I, I started it The guy from the portrait? Yeah. Or a different one? Oh, okay. I'm getting, I'm getting like labyrinth vibes on this one. Oh, maybe. I don't know if he's, the, if he's that specific person. <laughs> Uh, Michael sweeps her onto the dance floor and they spin. Daphne begins to feel dizzy. She wonders if she's dreaming when Michael bears vampire fangs and bends toward her neck. Oh shit, guys, it's Diary with the Vampire! Interview with the Vampire. Interview with the Vampire, thank you, not Diary. Oh shit, because that's got freaking, what's it called? It's in Louisiana, too. It's in Louisiana. If this is a dream, I want to wake up. Daphne moans. So, if Daphne manages to wake up, turn to page 36. Uh, 30, 36. If Daphne doesn't snap out of it, turn to page 55. Oh no! <laughs> I kind of want to pick that one. <laughs> kill Daphne, kill Daphne. What do you guys think? Should we kill Daphne? Let's see if we can get a uh, bad end. Let's do it. Alright, she doesn't slap out of it. Oh no! 
Oh, this is going to be a sexy ending, and you know it. <laughs> uh, or or shamed again, like we always have been. They won't let us have our vampire kink, goddammit. <laughs> Wait, it's our a page 55, right? Vampire. <laughs> Confederate vampire. That's how the South lost, you know. They were vampires. <laughs> and they couldn't. And they kept going out during the day. Ah, shit! <laughs> Union was like, hey, how about you come out, like, about, like, five minutes after sunrise? <laughs> yes, out way. <laughs> This isn't a trick just to kill us, is it? No, 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 it's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, Daphne, are you in here? We found a phone. Fred calls out as he and the rest of the Mystery Ink gang come into the ballroom. Uh, they find her all right. She's lying on the floor unconscious. Daphne! Fred shouts and runs to her side. What happened? What's the matter? Like, why would Daphne decide to take a nap on the floor? Shaggy wants to know. Yes, that's a great question, you fucking stoner. I don't think she's doing this on purpose, Fred concludes. He pats Daphne's cheek to get her to wake up. She does not respond. Suddenly, Scooby's nose twitches. What's right, Ral? Scooby asks. His mouth begins to drool. It's delicious. It smells like strawberry shortcake, Shaggy replies. No, blueberry pie. No, apple pie. This is no time to be thinking about food. (laughs) Fred skulls. It's just really look. But yeah. snozberries taste like snozberries. True. Facts. Daphne needs our help, but... Wait, hold on, I want... Oh. oh God. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, no. I was going to ask, is, are the words written in Scooby... Scooby speech? Yes, yes, it, it, it's speaking in Scooby ah. speech. Oh, my God. I, I would great. not be saying it unless it was. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, I was wondering if you were doing it yourself or it was written that way. Fair question. Very fair question. Uh, Daphne needs our help, but... It sure does smell good. Daphne dies and they all eat the end. <laughs> they eat oh Daphne. Oh my goodness. Daphne what if they eat hope, Daphne? But that sure smells good. Let's go eat things instead of helping our unconscious friend. It's so terrible. <laughs> a moment later, the kids hear a waltz start to play. Men and women dressed in antebellum attire dance in graceful circles around the gang. Beautiful jewelry sparkles in the soft light of hundreds of candles. Thelma, look out! You're a Southern Belle, Fred gets. Why is he telling her to look out if she's a Southern Belle? You're going to become racist. Watch out. <laughs> like, check. <laughs> Valma glances down at her outfit. It is transformed from her regular sweater, skirt, and knee socks to a gorgeous gown made of silk. Don't tread on me. Look at yourself, Fred. Valma giggles. You really don't tread on me. <laughs> I was trying to not just see the South Shore Rise again. So. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Fred is dressed in a tailored jacket waistcoat and <laughs> high waist trousers. His everyday ascot is now silk ruffles. Like, I look pretty sharp too, if I do say so myself. Shaggy grins. He is dressed in formal wear like Fred. May I have a dance, mademoiselle? Fred asks as he bows to Velma. Why, certainly, monster. Velma replies as she curtsies. Fred and Velma join the other dancers in the waltz. It's Daphne and all this. She's, she's dead. Like, she's, she's just laying there. there. She's still on the floor. <laughs> it's a John Gangborn kind of scenario. She's just there. Oh. She's dead. Yeah, it's like no one cares. Shaggy watches them spin for a few moments, then decides he wants to dance too. Scooby, may I have this dance? Shaggy asks as he turns to his canine pal and looks deeply into his eyes. But Scooby is nowhere to be seen. As I, Even though I said he stepped into his eyes. Okay, you know which part I added. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo, where are you? Shaggy asks. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? 
Raggy, right go. Yeah, the dream couldn't figure out what kind of outfit he should wear. <laughs> <laughs> it was like glitch in the dream. Scooby couldn't wear anything. He, he could he could be dressed he, up as his southern cousin. That there's a good reference. If Scooby dressed as a southern as a southern aristocrat, would he dress like this or like this? Or, oh god. <laughs> Dude, <pants> <laughs> I'm glad I... Raggy, wake up! Scooby whimpers as he sits next to his unconscious friend. The mystery ink gang is sprawled on the ballroom floor. Their eyes shift in REM sleep. It's the end of the world as we know it. And they feel fine. <laughs> uh, this one goes out to the one I love. I guess they lost their religion and they're shiny, happy people. I'm just going to keep making what? REM references until, uh... I, until I can be stopped. <laughs> I'll stop now. One's uh, grown. <laughs> Anyways, I ran out of them anyways. <laughs> Scooby doesn't know what has happened. One minute, he and the gang smelled a delicious scent. And then the next, everyone fell down asleep like Daphne. Uh, gosh, I don't know if it's the Southern guy or someone else. Bait it, you meddling mutt, a harsh voice commands. Scooby looks toward the sound and sees a ghostly pale man who rushes across the ballroom, waving arms as thin as skeleton bones. It's a roast! Scooby gulps in terror. Turn to page 65. I like that this was supposed to be Daphne's part of the story, but it became Scooby Doo's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just, killed her. Just so. put her down. Yeah, we did. We did choose to kill Daphne. <laughs> Scooby stares at the creepy creature coming at him. Then he looks down at Shaggy and the gang lying on the floor. We're all protect you. Scooby promises his friends. A surge of courage flows through Scooby's body. He braces all four legs and lets out a brave bark. The ghoulish man stops dead in his tracks. Nice doggy, uh, the man says with a smile. He takes a bone out of his pocket and waves it at Scooby. Scooby looks at the bone and then at the weird man. Scooby sits back on his oh, no, haunches his and puts his hands on his hips. Scooby sits back on his haunches and puts his hand on his hips. I don't know why I like that. Just. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Scooby scoffs. How about a rake? How about this dog catches net? The man whips out a giant whip snare on a pole? <laughs> what the fuck? Rut row! Cartoony. Scooby gulps. The man swings the net down toward Scooby, but Scooby's legs spin like propellers. He takes off like an airboat on a on the by on a bayou. Not on the bayou, but on a bayou. Turn the page. Scooby is is hung by his straps and is being skinned alive while the rest of the gang slowly watch <laughs> in despair. Jesus. This man was hungry for dog, and he wanted to murder these 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 five of these four kids dead. Well, okay, I'll I'll, I'll start reading because I need to stop this. Uh, Scooby escapes the madman's net and runs for his life. It's too bad that the ghoulish guy is supernaturally fast. He chases Scooby around the ballroom. Scooby knows it's up to him to save the gang, but he doesn't have a clue. Right, Nita ran. What would Red do? R R E D Red extra Red. Scooby wonders. <laughs> Extra red. He, he tries to think, but what makes him dizzy? Roke, prank B, reap running. Suddenly, Scooby runs smack into the ghostly guy. They tumble in a tangle down the length of the ballroom. Crash! They hit the far wall. Scooby sees stars. Then he smells strawberry shortcake. Mmm, rummy! Scooby sighs as the man squirts a small spray bottle at Scooby. But Scooby doesn't fall asleep like his human friends. Curses! The dog is immune to my formula. The man realizes, or I'm not a rog, or I'm Ruby Roo. Gooby declares as he snatches the spray bottle from the man and holds it in front of the guy's face. 
I'm doomed, the man moans. Oh, my God. You're a hero, the mystery ink kids proclaim. When they finally wake up and see what Scooby-Doo has accomplished, he sits on top of the ghoul who put them into dreamland. That canine is smarter than he looks, the man grumbles. He was smart enough to... Oh, wait. This is your line. He was smart enough to stop you, Mr. Redmond LaFleur. Velma announces. I recognize you from your portrait in the foyer. 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 <laughs> you meddling kids, you've ruined my scheme, Redmond complains. I used my experimental dream formula on my cousins. I wanted the mansion for myself, but they wouldn't leave. Oh, where are they? Shaggy gopes. Everyone is upstairs asleep in their beds, Redmond reveals. I hope they're dreaming about a waltz. Daphne and Velma sigh. The end. That was like... Just a a bunch of teenagers, basically. Yeah, (laughs) My thoughts, exactly. Mm -hmm. That that was creepy. I just just love... Apparently it doesn't work on dogs. I just love the unfolding. Just like... Oh, I would have gotten away with it, and immediately tells the plan. It's just like you know, he could have held up in court if he didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Then it wouldn't be interesting. Uh, I was about to say he's in the <laughs> south. He could have said, "Hey, they entered my house without like they broke and entered into my home. Mm-hmm. I was just defending myself, and this is all I had to defend myself." Yeah. He would have won the court case. Yeah, but now. My my no, roof. Oh, that's right. They the thin man did let them in. Never mind. The man did let them in. What happened to the thin man? He's just down in his basement jerking off. I'm just going to say, I'm sad. We didn't get to see this guy. Just Confederate ghosts. What is with Scooby-Doo and Confederate ghosts? That is a reoccurring thing. He's trying to fight racism. I mean, wasn't there... There's oh, go ahead, movies so. that Confederate yeah. ghosts are featured in. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's how, the, many, uh, how much racism is there? <laughs> there's uh, Scooby-Doo there's and the, the There's the, zom- the zombies. Uh, Return to Zombie yeah. Island. That, yeah. that that doesn't really have a... That has a Confederate zombie, not... No, there was a ghost that, remember it? No, that was the pirate. Oh, yeah, it was a pirate. It wasn't Confederate. But there were Confederate mm-hmm, zombies, mm-hmm. though, in that one. Zombies, yeah. yeah. I remember that one. Goodness. Mm-hmm, that's a good mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. yeah so what i guess that's the game. end <laughs> what a weird game <laughs> what a weird game there was no real I, mystery i need to know there no wasn't it was mystery. legit we're just making decisions yeah. for them there were no Kid. suspects i guess kids yeah. dick around in the mansion yeah but it really was was yeah and, and somehow solve a mystery in big old quotes i mean i'm I'm not gonna lie i wasn't disappointed i mean that's kind of how i figured a choose your own adventure scooby-doo book would have been because like with a very thin very thin choose your own adventure scooby-doo book because you can't introduce the you can't have that stereotypical scooby-doo formula of introduce these random characters one of them's the villain because that would take up way too much Mm -hmm. of the actual book well and to do things like in Mm -hmm. have like go back and forth and be one plot you'd only get only a few good endings yeah it's all right our next books club is going to be ghost hunters adventure club in the mystery of the grand uh, chateau she all i can think of is like a ghost hunter club where they just sit there and do nothing like the actual ghost hunter tv shows and then like they'll hear something move and then they'll go "Ah!" and then like throw something across the room (laughs) 
Yeah. That would have been so funny if it hit Sam. No, no. You're defended. Actually, I throw something across the room. Oh, go ahead, Noelle. Yeah, my only thing is what. So the car was just having car troubles. There wasn't anything scientific or spooky going on. Pretty much. Uh, Yeah, all their phones were dead. It's just like, all right, what's the explanation? EMP? (laughs) All their phones were dead. I'm guessing. My my guess is, you know, uh, I've never been to the South myself. But I'm figuring maybe the mystery machine's not used to like that like humidity. Swamp ass. Yeah, and the swamp ass. Swamp. And like the mystery machine just failed under like the humidity or something. That's that's my it guess. It could have overheated. Yeah. Because if the cars, I was gonna say, like if uh, if they had it running for too long and it's already hot and humid. Yeah. It's easier for a car to overheat in hot weather than it is cold weather. They've had that thing running for years. Yeah. It's it's literally put together with sticks and stones, <laughs> and bubblegum, and lots and, and lots bubble of gum. bazooka Joe bubblegum. All right, well that's the episode. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, go ahead and uh, follow us on the Speaking of Which Podcast <laughs> Facebook page, or on the SOW underscore Podcast on Twitter. And hey, make sure to check out our Patreon. Currently posting episodes early literally every single week of from the youtube channel and on the podcast about two three days early depends when i finish stuff because i have free time it's fun uh and make sure if you're listening to us on spotify or any other place make sure you're subscribing because it helps people be like oh hey this has high subscribers maybe i should be listening you know kind of like the funimation uh you should be watching right that's funimation And if you like me, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Rupal Sam. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Berserker Rose. Always. Uh, you can find me at Forced Left Hander at YouTube. I also have I have also have a TikTok, so I'm posting little small things on there. That's been kind of fun. I thought I TikTok was also. getting taken down. Um, uh, it's taken down. It's getting back up. Trump is buying it. I don't know what's happening, but I'm just doing it as long as I can. America uh, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can so, we find you anywhere, Noelia? Uh, I'm kind of invisible, so. Sounds good. Just making sure. Mm, oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. I posted something on on Instagram, so I have my drawings there. If you want to look up May Myriads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And last but not least, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Voice of J Rod. You can also go to my website, jrovo.com, and you can follow me on LinkedIn at jrovo. Yo, I know what song we need to end on. We should we should head on a hex girl song. Oh yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> uh, give me some hex girls, please. I want to devour <laughs> all of them at the same time. I mean, earth, wind, fire, and air. We look oh, bad, man. but we don't, don't care. care. <laughs> we watched a lot of hex girl stuff. We watched the majority of As the hex girls. You stuff. should. I was about to say because the they're in like they're in one of the best movies, and they have like mm-hmm. one of the better episodes of Mystery Incorporated. Their guess who Scooby Doo episode wasn't very good, but it was nice to see them there. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's a hundred percent fine. Give me all the girls. <laughs> the Scooby Doo, them and Mystery Inc. though were just oh my god. Yeah, I was about to say Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated uh, Hex Girls has probably the best design. I'm just gonna say because they're all like different goth girls. Like 
Um, the drummer's like, the drummer's like techno goth. The guitarist is like kind of like new wit. Or not she's like Lolita. No, oh, that's the, lead. The, the yeah, lead that's, is like Lolita. She's a guitarist though. Yeah, you're the thinking bass. of the bassist and keyboardist. She's yeah. dressed like new wave style. Yeah. Are you talking about Dusk or Luna? There's uh, no ways or Luna. I'm in love with Sally. Sally. Thorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Thorn. Um, I think it's Luna. It's the bassist. It's the one with the the black one. The black one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she's yeah. Luna. Uh Luna could get it. <laughs> Luna could get it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Enjoy some Hex Girls fun, guys.